Welcome to Casual Questmasters, a casual master quest podcast. In this podcast, we'll follow the adventures of a group of characters who simply want to find their way in the world, but a more sinister plot is evolving around them. How will they fare? What will they do? Let's find out today on Casual Master Quest. Hey guys, get your dice ready because we're back to another session of Casual Questmasters. Welcome back to our own favorite room, everybody. Representing Neverwinter is Nickel Chody Mella. Hi, I play Vol, and he is tense. Ooh, is he a wigwam or a teepee? <laughs> you're a teepee. You're a wigwam. You're a teepee. You're a wigwam. Relax, man. You're too tense. <laughs> and Brandon Thresher. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Magdor Bandiron, and I'm going out on a limb, but we might have a fight ahead of us. Dang. I don't have one on me. Shoot. Uh, uh, the, the changeling who doesn't know that he's friends with the crow. I don't know. Uh, but, uh, cer- last, but certainly not least. Eh, okay. Uh, it's our all powerful dungeon master, Glenn Houston. How you doing, buddy? Doing great. Thanks for asking. Okay. I th- I'm the dungeon I th- master. I thought you were going to start pantomiming. I was like, Okay. No. no, did you see me doing the thing? That was the that was the thing the where the kid's thing. like doing the computer ah. and then he looks and then does the thumbs up. Oh, hello. Didn't see you there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was just on my computer moving the mouse around. Look at me. I have a haircut from the early 90s. Um, how you, you just doing? You ready for haircut, some Dungeons Glenn. and Dragons? I oh. mm. Ooh. Sounds wow. like uh, Vol's going to have some unlucky encounters today. <laughs> yep there's 10 of them let me roll to see uh who goes after who uh one the nox one the magdor eight of full oh, wow uh <laughs> so weird it's just how the well, dice rolled in I my brain i didn't hear the dice at the table yeah that's okay you don't have to oh by the way nox you get inspiration i was like <laughs> eight of all oh look Look, Nox and Magdor are level 20, and Vol's level 1, and a baby. <laughs> Still kicking Nox's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Some Discord in the uh, Discord group. Yeah. Ooh. It's like, I, like right before I mean, my... see, it's all in my favor, because somebody would have to land a spell on me, and we know that's not going to happen. I mean, <laughs> I did cast Bless. That did, I casted that on you. Yeah. You you are okay. you become you You're become gonna bless unwilling. me to attack you harder. <laughs> <laughs> Baby slap. <laughs> oh okay. Why do we always have to fight, Nick? I let's we let's do friends. the recap, gentlemen. Let's get this started. You're not my no, real dad. Who's doing that now? Oh shoot. Uh, uh, let's see. Well, looking good. Looking good. I rolled a 15. Love it. I rolled a 7. And I rolled a 4. All right. That's you, Brandon. What? Right? Yeah, I was, I was like, hey, Brandon said it first. He must think he's not doing it. Yeah. Is it highest? You rolled the highest. I thought yeah. it was lowest. Shit. <laughs> oh, damn it. Well, well I, hope, I hope you enjoyed the recap. Who wrote it? <laughs> I did. Oh, that's Fucking Edgar Allan Poe quality over here. Jeez. 
<gasps> you stole my bullet points? Nick, you used the number things last time. But why? Nick, you well, this all I changed chaos. my fucking mind. Okay. All right, you know what? All right. No, don't. No, I got to read that. Stop. What are you doing? I thought you were about to delete it. Say so you can't have shit. Just delete the notes. <laughs> can I? Can I control C? Do I have access for that? All right. You might. Are we ready? Yeah. <clears throat> the gang backs up camp and heads towards Luskin. Nothing interesting happens until they come across an old man on the road, man or woman, who has magical trunk in his donkey cart. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't read this. This is not wrong. This is not. This is not incorrect. It's not wrong. It just the wording was the too donkey much for cart. Um, attempts to make a deal with this man, but the man asks for a strange payment. Magdor then goes into the fucking trunk looking for alcohol. Doesn't find any. Any. And he asks the old man for information about a theory. The old man agrees but asks for a payment, a memory or knowledge, either the memory or knowledge of his friends or the material he seeks. Magdor makes the trade, but I can't remember which one he takes. Uh, Ma Magdor agrees to help the old man in exchange for the materials that he seeks. A favor for the old man could come at any time. The only condition that Magdor had was it couldn't be an evil act. Um... So the man gave Magdor, I think it was a scroll in a lockbox? Yeah, a scroll in a lockbox, but not the key. Meanwhile, Nox and Vold are on the surface, anxious and hatching a plan to break in to save Magdor. Eventually, Magdor rises from the depths of the alcohol-chambered stairs uh, to the group waiting on top of him. And they continue on their journey after bidding farewell to an old man who identified himself as Brandon. Vol makes the executive decision to travel through the night, and he notices something in the dark. And it's not the crew that Tyler learned how to summon, or the Warhammer that Magdor learned how to make. This feels like it wasn't written by Magdor, that's for sure. <laughs> this was definitely written by a man of few words. It was, <laughs> and it was definitely true to character. A, um, it was a scroll container, like an old-timey, okay, locked metallic ancient looking scroll container that you have to figure out so, how to open is it like metal metal i can't see if there's actually anything in there you can hear it if you like shake it around you can hear that there's something inside um that moves around as you move it but like you don't know for sure if it has anything in it i don't you agreed know. to the deal and he handed you this right. scroll container he and you got mad remember you were like but is it locked? And he was like, yes, I simply said I would provide it. I did not say that it would not be more difficult to open. You know, well, like actually, so inside, the whenever you feel out, whenever you realize how to open this or figure out how to open this thing, you'll be able to get another clue as to the location and direction you'll need to go to find more it. and more clues, clues nonstop, a clue, a clue. It's like blues clues. Well, I know our next step once we get to Luskin. Ooh. See how this Warhammer For an inspiration it. point, what is the name of the person that you are looking for in Luskin? Since it's been so long since we were <laughs> You're asking Brandon that, correct? Hold on. I'm asking the group. Oh. Whoever answers. No, you're first? asking Brandon. No, I'm asking the group. <laughs> no, whoever no, no. answers first gets the inspiration. Well, we defer to Brandon as our senior yeah. experience master, as well as our lore keeper. I believe the person in charge oh. of keeping all details 
And of course, Brandon's been doing that like down to the T. Uh, and he has like a memory of like uh, an angry ex-wife. Uh, he he's got it locked down. <laughs> I didn't write his name down. Uh, it starts with a B. I just wrote down. It starts a draw. with a B. Nope. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Glenn. <laughs> I mean, yep. It has a B in it. Yeah, I didn't write it down. Charlemagne B. No. I do. Can I can I roll? Can I roll? Sparkle sparks. Sparkle sparks is such your enemy. Sparkle sparks. Can you imagine that our horse turns into the person we are hunting for? (laughs) It's just a trans transfigured. The person was just turned into your horse. (laughs) Should I give Sparkle Spark a coin to hold? It's like embedded in their like horseshoe or something. Amazon wagons plan to stow <laughs> like away Andy. the drow fugitive over to Luskin, but they needed a plan. Transforming or polymorphing it into the horse known as Sparkle Sparks, they team it up with the adventurers that they were swearing to kill that person as we safely transport him to Luskin. Oh, sorry. Oh, did I ruin your plan? Turns out it wasn't actually... It wasn't actually Vol's brother that freedom. Sparkle Spark was just <laughs> fuck this. I've had enough. and started walking away, and then a Goliath just kind of tackled him. It's like, all right, I'll stay. I'm sorry. Uh, so Max. we still don't know the name of the person that you're searching for. Nope, no clue. No, what happened at the very end of your last session? That where we kind of left off? Because I don't know if that was covered in the end of the recap. Um, uh, yeah, uh, uh, Vol noticed something suspicious. Yeah, there in the we dark. go. Cool, perfect. It was. Is, there. is that their name? Suspicious in the dark. I mean, there were some people moving around in the dark that looked to Vol as though they were setting up for an ambush. Oh, we're. Uh, I guess uh, note to self: check Dasier for name of person we're going after. <laughs> I mean, if one of you would make a history check, I could probably tell you. Oh man, Glenn, you're so kind to us. Bless you. Uh, <laughs> good sir, what does a five get me? Uh, started with a C. Crap. I think its name is Crap. <laughs> I rolled. Um, I rolled a uh, twenty. A twenty? Great. Yeah, his name was Sibson. Sibson. It was C I B S E S I E N. Sibson. Technically, okay. Also known as Charlemagne B in some countries, but since we are in <laughs> Faerun, okay. So, uh, I guess I didn't really say what I was doing. I think my character would be asleep in the back of the wagon at this point, just because it's past his uh, their nighttime or their bedtime. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, the- wanted to push through till oh. you got to town. Right. Great. And now, Vol, you're the only one privy to this information since it's late, and they're probably both crashed in the back yeah at this point i don't think he'd be paying attention too much to what's going on in the in the cab um yeah so uh, magdor what do you think you'd be doing at this point oh I, i'm still looking over this scroll okay in the dark of it's night? only been like what two or three hours since then i could see okay, it night. Nope, that's fair you're right i'm the blind boy Okay, so I see things at the edge of my vision. Uh, I have goggles of night. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's about 60 feet out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bull's going to slow down the card, but okay. not in like a, sus- a suspicious way. Yes, Brandon. 
real quick before yeah. we get into this, I just wanted to say how very fitting it was that Vol remembered who we were hunting and neither of me <laughs> or Knox had any idea. Across my mind too. But anyway, With the plus uh, zero too. That's that's a gift. Yeah. Okay, so here's here's what's gonna happen. Uh the cart's gonna slow down. I'm gonna try to get Magdor to take over driving. And Volt's gonna sneak off into the darkness. So yeah, yeah, Magdor, you feel the cart slow down, and what do you say to him to get him to do that, Vol? Magdor, are you awake? I am working on this scroll. We've got trouble ahead. I need you to take over driving this for now. Uh, Can I even reach it? I'm going to climb up onto the benches and kind of try to take the reins from him. (laughs) Should we wake him up? Try waking up. Try try, try waking up, Knox. I'm gonna go sneak into the into the darkness and and shadow and then ambush whatever's trying to Wait. attack us. You're not my real father. Well, how, how am I supposed to wake him up if I'm on the if I'm on the reins? That's a good point. I didn't think this for. I'll wake him up as I get up. Mm, and so I'm gonna sparkle sparks. You're nuzzling me. Nox, Nox. Mm, and then yes, I'm gonna because... do like a slap on the cheek, but like a little firm. <laughs> yeah. Not enough to hurt him, but definitely no. wakes you up. Yeah. So when he does that, like he's when he's asleep, he can't really hold his form, so he's like slowly popping the bra, so to speak. So he, like he's kind of goopy in the side of his face <laughs> as like so he, it's like hitting wet plate or just it's like mm-hmm. uh, oh Nox. why we've got trouble <clears throat> got trouble be quiet. I put away Firebolt, uh, and I, uh... And then I, as I say that, I'm gonna hop off the cart and skulk into the darkness. Okay, go ahead and make a stealth check. Um, yes, as now we have two people on the, the cart. Magdor, he didn't tell you anything. He just said, take the reins. And, yeah, he said there's And trouble. said there's trouble, but, like, didn't point anything out to you. Um, so what do you do now that you and Nox are I both awake? <clears throat> keeping the cart going at the speed he okay. had? Uh-huh. Um... Uh, I rolled a 16 on my stealth. Oh, wow. Great job. Okay. Yeah. I guess I would like kind of like, I'm like just barely awake at this point. I was like, uh, <clears throat> Magdor, what's going on? I don't know. You just said there's trouble and he told me keep going. What? what okay. What's, what's the plan? I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna look out and see. And I will also like lean over the so, edge. I have absolutely. Wait, did you hand me the night vision goggles, or did you? No, keep I them? took them with me into the darkness. Okay, uh, I peer into absolute darkness. What do I see, Glenn? Um, in the darkness, you can see on the edge of because with the moonlight coming down, you can still see dimly at about sixty feet. Okay, so. That absolute darkness, you still can see, but like making any sort of discernible check would be impossible. Um, you can see that it looks like you're about to pass through. The road is about to get, kind of make its way into about 60 feet ahead um, into kind of like a little outcropping of trees as it goes, continues north. Um, but you can just like kind of see that grayscale you know, bushiness of like the different t- sort of foliage between the bushes and the tree tops. 
Okay. Do I see anything? And you have dark vision, so... I, I'm not... Yeah, I'm not, like, investigating. I'm just kind of keeping Yeah, with on. your better vision just naturally being... You're a mountain dwarf, right? Uh, uh, hill dwarf. Okay. Glenn. Hey, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, with your hill dwarf vision being able to see farther in darkness naturally, you can also see that just kind of better... Um, but without sort of, you know, looking for anything specifically, you just kind of hear the wind moving through the trees. You can see the leaves a little more. It's not just a gray mass to you, but you recognize the difference between the bushes and the trees. And you can see, you know, that this path does wind off to the side. So you can't see the other side of where it comes out of this little bit of, uh, wood area. Yeah. I'm going, I'm going (laughs) to then, uh, go, oh. I see something. I, I see something. What do you What do you see? I, I see Sparkle Spark. <laughs> there ain't nothing out there. He's crazy. I slap uh, Magdor's back and say, "Look harder, you dipshit guide." <laughs> I'm gonna guide. See over the horse. What do you want me to look at? Mag Magdor, do you do you have Something ranged? Like, um, like a weapon? Or? Ugh, and uh, I'm just gonna like uh, think hard and like uh, do my algebra math to face. I'm like, okay, last time we got uh, people jumping at us, it was apparently Charlemagne's doing. Uh, Knox still doesn't know the actual name of this person, but is convinced it's Charlemagne. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Knox did see a uh, a good picture of what uh, this uh, person we're looking for looks like, correct? I believe they give you a pretty detailed description and a sketch of what they believed he, him to look like, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> then, uh, just out of the blue then, I'm going to turn into this person, and I'm going to cover myself with the cloak. Uh, the best rendition of this Rao figure. Okay. So as much as you are aware of, as far as their physical appearance goes, you turn into it, pull your hood up. Magdor, how do you do respond to this? And we'll get to you, uh, Volt. I want to hear what you're doing as far as the sneaking and moving and how, stuff here in a second. How big is uh, Nox? I mean, it's relatively similar that they they okay. they estimated the you know the guy was between five eight and six foot sort of thing. So it's an average height sort of humanoid elf right this human is abstract sort of art level shit we're in the middle of the dark i can you know maybe barely remember what he looks like but i'm gonna try to look like a draw with a similar hairstyle and uh so no sorry so all i'd really notice is the hair shrinking and the fact that his skin turned charcoal and his eyes turned red and his hair oh. is now white I'm not looking into his eyes but his hair turned to white um, and is falling on the sides of either side of his face He's got a little bit more prominent because they are creatures of the Underdark. They actually do have decently pronounced canines. Not vampiric, but more pronounced than most. And dark skin. I'm, I'm going to look over and say, what? you worried about something? I... Wait. <clears throat> I am paranoid, Magdor. Yes, I, I do say I, I do have some worries. You, 
He sounds weird. And he looks like the guy you guys are supposed to be hunting. I don't remember him. Uh, have you seen? When did you see this I, guy? I was looking at the Dacia, my kind sir, and I, d- please do not hunt me. I know I look like the person we are trying to hunt, but we are being, uh, I guess, ambushed. Uh, I'm. Wait, 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 wait. I'm just gonna interrupt. They said this person can can change form, and you can change form. You look like him. Now. How do I know you? I do? show him the coin. <laughs> that's, that's a good idea. You're very smart, Magdor. And are you continuing to move forward this whole time, Magdor? Yeah. Great. Yeah. All right. So Nox, <laughs> I don't even know where. Sorry, Vol. Let's go. Let's get to Vol because Vol hopped off, made a very good stealth check. How are you approaching this area, which you see these figures moving around? All right. So in it, before we approach, like the curve. Um, it's a straight road, correct? So I would have yeah, hopped off. Yeah, so it off. goes in, and then it looks like it turns to the right once it goes in. Right, so I would have hopped off and head towards the right of the cart, mm-hmm. um, and probably at a distance where the cart's right at the edge of my vision, so about almost sixty feet out. Well, you have uh, not. Oh, you do. do you have. I've night got the goggles normally? the night. No, no, but night you, vision normally. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm about to say. Okay, cool. Yeah, um, so about sixty feet back, and then I'm uh, keeping pace with the cart. Uh, s- swords drawn and mm-hmm. eyes ahead going towards the you know forward into the upcoming tree line awesome yeah. you do notice um, as you approach about 30 feet out of the actual tree line itself you don't know if it's because you were noticed or not but these figures are now hidden from you as well okay um, as Uh-oh. if you know you know when, when a school of fish scatters from a predator sort of thing um as you got close to a certain point, they moved back. Um, whether or not that's because your cart is also getting closer or because they saw you, you're not sure. Am I able to see which direction they might have moved in? Um, it looks like they just moved deeper. There's about There was like two or three on either side. Like two on the left and three on the right side of the road. But now it looks like they're a little further in the forest. Or this little bit of wood. This patch of wood. Okay, um, I'm not gonna chase. I'm still gonna keep um, like level with the cart, even moving through like the 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 bit of woods that we're about to cross into. Okay. Once yeah. you break into the woods, I'd love for you to make another stealth check if you could. Yes, sir. Uh, one minute. And that's your favorite terrain, right? Woods. Uh, favorite terrain is forest. Yes. So you have advantage on this skill check. Um, even also because of the boots of elven kind. Uh, twenty. Well, but it's a well. The boots of Omen kind is if it only relies on sound. This one is sound oh, okay. and okay. sight, so it wouldn't necessarily apply. But the definitely the forest part. Okay. What'd you get? Twenty one. Damn. Okay. Even better. Makes sense. You love the dice, man. They do the right thing. So yeah, the the cart moves forward and kind of equidistantly ahead. Vol moves ahead into the forest. And um, let me go ahead and make some checks. Okay. So on your right. Um, what's your passive perception, Vol? 20. Okay. You can see on your right, there are two people. Um, and on the left, so like actually te- to the right side of the road. Let me make right. sure, clarify that. You see two people. Um, previously, remember seeing three, but they could have moved around. And then on the left side of the road, you see another two. So it seems as though you're missing one of them, but you've got four of them in line of sight. Um, two of them 
are not carrying any weapons, but look as though they have either an arcane focus or some sort of, like, uh, component pouch. Um, two of the other ones are... Um, uh, I Sorry, three of them are look as though they're carrying some sort of arcane focus or component pouch. Another one of them is just um, wielding what looks like a hook and hammer in either hand um, and is waiting in the bushes right off to the left side of the road, waiting to ambush, probably getting close. Okay, so they look like they're getting ready to attack. Uh, whenever the cart gets close enough, yeah. Uh, which one of them is closest to me? Uh, one of the ones that has the, like, an arcane focus out. It's like, it's like very quietly, you can see a little tiny bit of light, um, just enough because you're closer to see in their hand. It looks as though they're probably readying some sort of spell to attack at, um, the cart as it comes into the woods. And I am, they don't know I'm there. They don't seem to recognize that you're there. Dun, dun. Um, I'm going to sheath my swords and pull out my longbow. Okay. And I'm going to awesome. take a shot at the uh, closest one to me, which you said was an arcane user. Okay. As you shoot, you just, you hear, you feel the draw of the longbow and you hear the, you know, the string yeah. taut, you know, and as you release, you hear that as it whizzes into the woods, but... Um, right before that moment, right before you release the twang of the, you know, this bow, a a sudden cloud of fog appears um, in the forest and emanating outside of as the cart enters the forest. So you're going to make the attack, but with disadvantage because of the fog. Okay. And everybody needs to roll initiative. Uh, do you want Please. the attack first? Yeah, I'm going to let it happen and not worry about okay. the surprise condition. Uh, does a 17 hit? A 17 does hit. Um, and I'm also going, so I, I've never used this, so I'm gonna, I'm, I also want to use Hail of Thorns. Okay. Uh, that's a bonus action before you make the attack. Is it? Yeah. Yes, no, you that's, are correct. That, no, okay. And, but that's okay. It's the first time. Okay. We'll say you did it. You prepared it as a part of the attack this time. Okay. The next time, just Thank remember you, you got to do it as a bonus action. Before I didn't know that. It's a preparatory. Yeah, yeah, you know, you're good. You're good. You're totally fine. What a uh, hero. <laughs> so I'll do. Oh, okay. Never mind. Um, four damage on the um, actual arrow. And then let me okay. just read through this. Uh, in addition to the normal effect of the attack, the target of the attack in each creature within five feet of it must make a dexterity saving throw. A creature okay. takes 1d10 piercing damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a successful one. So I'll roll that 1d10. Uh, uh, that was a 10. That was the full 10. All right. Yeah, so it doesn't... You don't see too much, but it doesn't look like because the fog is now lightly obscuring the whole area, which gives disadvantage, I believe. Let me look up light obscuring. Lightly ob. Skewered. There it is. Thank you, Internet. Go. Um, lightly obscured. Dim light, patchy fog, or moderate foliage. Disadvantage on wisdom perception checks. That's it. Um, It is going to mean that you're going to have kind of a hard time locating their exact 
location because of the darkness and the fog at this point. But, um, yeah, so it's, but for what you saw as the fog kind of popped up, you think he probably took the full brunt of that. Um, Okay. So good job. And let's hear those initiatives, boys. I, uh, I rolled a six. Thank you, Nox. I rolled a 12. I got a... Okay. I got a seven. And a seven. Beautiful. So the first person, the first one, the first one to go is someone that um, you previously did not see, Vol, as after the fog kind of like permeates the area, out of the fog charges a person that you did not see before who's wielding a longsword, and they are going to attack you twice with said longsword. Okay. Uh, What is your armor class, please? 16. 16? Only one hits you. Okay. Um... Ooh. Now that's dumb. Sorry, I was was (laughs) reading features of the creature. Uh, You take a total of nine slashing damage as one attack misses, but the second one strikes true, slashing across your shoulder. Um, Okay. Okay. Um, And this person's wearing like a large hat with like a feather, like a large feather coming out of it. And they, now that you're kind of close to him, you can tell he seems to be like, a man of the sea, somebody who has spent time on boats. Um, and that's the end of his turn. And the next one to go is Yuval. Um, I'm going to drop aside my Aside from boat. you and him, everybody else rolled lower than a 10. <laughs> um, I'm going to drop my longbow and draw my swords and attack. I, like, okay. he's now next to me and I can see him. Do you have the dual wielder right? feet? Yes, I do. Okay, I was about to say, otherwise you um, couldn't do that. Two weapon fighting. No, do it. You can only draw or stow one weapon per turn. Okay, so I could drop a bow and draw one weapon. Yes, drop okay. a bow and draw one, and next turn you can draw your second. Yeah, okay. that's what the dual the dual wielder feat affords you a bonus to AC as well as the ability to draw or stow two weapons. I see. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I will draw my main sword and I will attack. Um, Love it. Does a 14 hit? It does not. Fuck. It actually, like, gets, like, because you're using short swords, yes? Yes. So it's piercing damage, so you de- you definitely get him, but it's, like, on his sleeve, and you feel it get caught up in the chain mail that he's wearing, and you pull it back, and it doesn't ha- seem to have done any damage. Okay. Um. Is there anything else I can do? Uh... Here, I will allow you to lose half your movement to draw the other weapon. No, that's fine. Um, I am going to use uh, Hunter's Mark on this okay. man that I see in front of me. Perfect. Love it. Put that for anybody all else right. who wants to read it up. Yeah. Do you want to move at all? Uh, no, I'm locked in, in combat with this person now. He, he's, okay. he's upset me. He got the drop on me. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, you got to drop on them, but he got to drop on you. So, I mean, you know, quid pro quo. So, yeah. great job, though. All right, cool. The next person to go is um, the one you saw with the hook and uh, hook and hammer that was kind of waiting in the bushes as he jumps out and is going to attack at Magdor. Um, on, and so, Magdor, while you have started to move, you're about 10 feet into this kind of wooded area, and somebody jumps out of the forest and attacks you. 
Um, we'll Jesus. say odds are evens, boys. Uh, Great. He's going after you with the hook, not the hammer. And this is a hit. This is you thought it because of the darkness. You thought it was a hook that was in his hand, but it is his hand. Um, what is your armor class? Uh, 16. Okay, just barely gets you. Um, dealing five piercing damage, and you are currently grappled. As as the hook is literally, like, embedded in your leg. And he goes, gotcha! In your leg? Um, and that's the end of his turn. Yeah, it's in your leg. And that, it's now your turn, Magdor. Man, love when the dice just, like, uh -huh. get this, like, two-person fighting. It's like everyone fighting each other is next to each other in the initiative. So I'm sitting in the cart still, uh -huh. it, and he's just hanging off of yep. me, right? So he, all right. So I'm going to look down, and I'm like, Oi, you got me, huh? And I'm going to grab both of my Warhammers. You can only draw or stow one so weapon per turn. I have dual Oh, you have the dual wielder feet? Okay, yep, good man. Good that. man. Okay. Yep. So I'm going to grab both. Well, I'm going to shove one into my uh -huh. hand. I'm going to shove Beautiful into my left uh, robotic yep. metal arm. And then I have the other one. And I'm just going to fucking take both of them down and just smash Love it. them. And you 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 have a plus one to AC now, too, while you're wielding two weapons. Yeah. Cool. So let me... Because that's going to be action uh, and bonus action to attack twice, right? Cool. Right. The first one missed. Do it you know? Eight. It was an eight. Yeah, that misses. <laughs> yeah. And the other one was an 18. Definitely hit. Uh, for 11 damage. 11? Wow, good job. That's a solid hit. So the first one misses, but the second one... 11 bludgeoning. Definitely hits hard. Uh, good job. I'm not I'm not used to, you know... <laughs> rah, rah, rah. You once, do both so. at the same time. It's like... Uh, <laughs> what's that movie uh, where Andy Samberg plays the stuntman? He's like, ultimate punch! And he kicks with both <laughs> feet, or one foot in both hands at the same time. Super, super not an ultimate yeah, punch. Kick-ass. The rock no, oh else. my god. I don't remember what it's called right now. I love that movie. Uh, oh, yeah. But but yeah, so he, he comes down. He tries to do it with both, but he just kind of comes one, yeah. two. Just misses love it. one. But that one hit hurt. So you cracked him across the face, and he's got a solid like mark from your Warhammer on his skull. Um, did you want to move? I guess you're grappled, so... You can't move. Can you I have like, a speed of zero. Shake it all? No, or? it takes your action to get out of grapple. So, okay. um, all right. No, he could stay hooked in. <laughs> he's he's hooked himself into death there. All right, uh, Nox, it is now your turn. Absolutely. Uh, if, Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this person sees this stoic, tall drow step over behind Magdor and looks down with cold red eyes and goes. Now, why are you ambushing the person that sent you for the ambush, you imbecile? And, uh, I am, uh, does he respond to anything when I say that? He looks confused. Idiot. And, uh, I am going to cast, uh, behind him, uh, spiritual weapon. And okay. I you see this five foot tall bastard sword of glowing light just illuminate behind him 
and it just lights up the entire area. Like, this is the only thing that could really be seen. Like, it was dark under the moonlight, but suddenly this giant radiance comes from behind him. And uh, that is going to be my bonus action, and it's going to take a swing at him. Does a... And it has advantage. Okay. I critted it, them. It can, that's the, my rule on spiritual weapon is that it can have advantage. It cannot grant advantage. So if it is flanking with you and an ally, its attacks can be advantage, but it cannot give you advantage. Awesome. That makes sense. Well, uh, with advantage, then I would have rolled a uh, nat 20 for a 26. Well, okay. man, nat 20, double that damage, man. Double it. Uh, You got it, dude. Let's see. Uh, you got it, dude. Normally, it's a 1d8 plus 4 force damage, so it's going to be a 2d8 plus 4, I assume. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's see. 2d8 plus 4. Uh, it's going to hit for 14 force damage. Oh, my God. That's so much damage. You guys are fucking this guy up so bad. Okay. And, awesome. Uh, and you still have an action. He's too close to Sparkle Spark. And, yeah. <laughs> uh he gets hacked by this giant glowing bastard sword, and I'm just going to point at him and say, I should have checked your resume. And I'm going to cast uh, Firebolt at him for a 19 if I don't have advantage. 19 hits. Okay. That's going to score for a max damage for a 10. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you burn his head off. Oh, nice today. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what, he is uh, headless. What the dungeon master said. Uh, and I'll shout out if there's anybody else too stupid to ambush the person that sent you on the ambush come forward and I shall give you a promotion awesome th that's inspiration point also yeah. the hook is still in your leg Magdor but <laughs> all you have to do is choose to pull it out well so if it's part of his body, so is his dead body? Just he's hanging from your leg. Right yeah. Is he still grappled for that then? Or? No, he's not grappled. He just has to tell me he pulls it out because <laughs> there's no muscle behind it. It's just like the body of a person. <laughs> anyway, anything else for you? That you know, uh, I'm gonna say that's uh. You know what? I'm gonna hop down, uh, next to Sparkle okay. Sparks, and maybe like run a hand across her back as I uh step forward uh just right next to the sword you know to look out to see if anybody would approach or more than likely get hit by arrows one of the two we'll see okay in the fog for what it's worth you can hear the sound of combat off to your right in the woods but you can't see anybody and you can't see anybody else because of the fog and the darkness okay um currently but that might change very soon. I'm just saying, <laughs> and that was everything for you? Yep. They heard me shouting, so let's oh. see if we can uh, pull some attention. Awesome. Well, th at that moment, you see th uh, three bits of light start to emanate from different parts of the uh, the um, air. Or like, the, like from three different points in the darkness, you see little bits of blue light start to glow and become brighter and brighter as two rays come out of the forest at you. What is your armor class? Uh, my armor class is 14. 14. Okay. Yeah, I hit you twice. And uh, what spell um, is this? This is uh, Rays of Frost. Okay. Yep. Okay. This <laughs> is going to hurt. A little bit. Uh, oh, 
Oh, well, you know, well, not when I roll like that. Definitely could have been a lot worse. <laughs> uh, that's a total of eight damage. Okay. Um, but your, your, so eight frost damage and your cold damage, sorry. And your speed is reduced by 20 feet until the start of these people's next turn. Um, as you're literally like just frozen up and you're getting <laughs> frozen up. And then one of those attacks is going to come in at um, a vole, actually. Where's the frosty? Um, does a 15 hit? Eat shit, wizard. <laughs> but now you will know where all of them are as that is also kind of pushed the fog out of the way, the blast of the ray of frost. You can see that there are three wizardy type people out there um as well as now because of that ray of frost coming at vol you can see that combat kind of happening the fog has been pushed away a bit um everybody's you're aware of where everyone is um and that's the end of their turns as they attempt to do that and now it is back to the top with the person that is fighting you vol uh first attack coming in what's your armor class again 16 16 Okay, this hits you, but it does not do damage. It knocks your sword out of your hand. Okay. The second attack is going to go at you. Um, and I got a 14. Wait, 14? Oh, nope, not even. 13. Misses. So the first attack hits, knocks your sword out of your hand. Second attack misses. Um, and that's the end of his turn as he goes, <laughs> Pick up your sword. And uh, that's the end of his turn. And it's now your turn, Vol. I don't need to pick up a fucking sword, and I'm going to draw my other sword and attack him. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. Roll for uh, it. Let's see here. <laughs> does a 23 hit? Yeah, it does. For four damage and... Uh, let's see. I have to remind myself what Hunter's Mark does. Sorry. Adds a d6 damage. D6. Okay. Let me just roll that. Uh, four. So eight total. Awesome. Great. Yeah. So you call his bluff and pull your other sword and hit him. Great job. Anything else? What would I have to do to pick up my sword? Uh, you can pick it up. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can interact with one. You're not drawing or stowing it. You can just pick it up off the ground. Right. So as I swing with my, uh, with that sword, I'm going to pick it up kind of like you know yeah kind of like fuck as you. a part of the oh. action yeah and you still have your bonus action okay then i'm gonna make that swing yeah you can swing again um and will Let's he take shoot. will he take another we got acrobatics will he take another here. d6 because uh like yeah so it's on every hit does it say once per turn um on hunter's mark let me double check here i believe it's when you hit with whenever you, whenever i hit with the weapon attack yep Okay, so that was with my normal short sword, and then this is coming with my uh, plus one. Does a 19 hit? Mm-hmm. Uh, for seven, seven damage. Oh, my God. And three extra, so ten total. Good work. Yeah. I thought he had the upper hand, and you just turned that fight around like that. Good work. All right, anything else? Um. Yeah, I'm going to get... I'm gonna get close to him, like oh, I mean, as I close as you already are. No, but as close as I can, 
and just look him in the eyes, like just stare him down. I'm assuming, like I'm a Goliath, so I'm taller than him, so I'm just gonna be looking down at him. That's a lot to assume, all right? <laughs> no, you're fine. Yeah, you, you loom, <laughs> you loom over him. Even if he was a tall human, you would be much taller. Yeah. Uh, looming over him after calling his bluff about the sword and then fucking him up pretty hard. Um, he's looking pretty worse for wear. Then I'm gonna um, say, stand over him. Swing again. Do it. Hit me. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, that means we're moving on to Magdor because uh, the guy with the hook would have gone, but his hook is just hanging out in your leg now, Magdor. Yeah. <laughs> um, can I see Vol and uh, this guy yep. fighting? They're about 15 feet to your right in the woods. How f- my right? All right. So I'm going to look over and uh, kind of yell out, Hey, hey Vol, you want to help us with these mages? In a and, minute. Uh, I'm going to... Damn, Damn how, how about now? And uh, I'm going to cast Guiding Bolt to the guy that he's fighting. Oh, great. Cool. So does he make a save or did you make an attack on Guiding Bolt? Uh, I make an attack. Perfect. On hit target takes. Yeah. All right. So let me. Shit. Um, I rolled a seven. Now that does miss. Well, so a bolt of I'm gonna be like, well, light shoots through the forest, illuminating everything around it for a moment as it shoots between you, Vol, and the guy you're fighting. Watch your fire! Just, just, just make sure not to fall with the light. <laughs> Alright. Gonna do anything else? And uh, uh, I guess I'll uh, take this guy's body off of mine and just let it drop yeah, to the ground. Yeah, you pull the hook out and it just slumps to the ground. Easy. All right. Anything else? And uh, that, that, uh, um, actually, I'm gonna walk towards. So you hop off the cart and then start. You can get all the way to yeah. him if you want. I'm just gonna come up and stand next to him. So, are you almost done here? <laughs> <laughs> that's, oh oh my god, god you're door. so audacious. Okay, uh, Nox, you're up. Do I see the mages that hit me with these? Uh... Mm-hmm. Okay, you do uh, indeed. How clearly do I see them? Um, enough that you're not going to have any sort of disadvantage um, when attacking them. Okay. So you can see their upper torsos uh, because that was kind of the area that was illuminated because of the force of the, you know, the outward force of the spell being created and cast. Okay. Uh, I guess the first thing I would say is Krosov helped me. Uh, and I, I'm going to try to ask Krosov to give me the help action if you're okay with that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's part of what the find familiar... Yeah, the familiar can take the help action. So how is the... How is he giving you the help action? Uh, he's perched on my shoulder, and this looks like some... Uh, crap, what is the name of the guy with the crows from League of Legends? Oh, Wayne. Grandpa. Yeah, Swain. Swain, yeah. Like, I look like a draw version of Swain at this point, as this crow just kind of <laughs> swoops off and maybe like tries to hack at one of the uh, the mages just a quick swoop in the catch his eyes away and all right so you do have one two and three from left to right which one would you like to have him go towards there's three mages okay uh i'm gonna mm-hmm. say the the first one cool so we'll go left that's number one yeah awesome this is the one that had already taken a bit of damage as well this is the one that got shot at by bull okay and i'm gonna look 
was this also maybe the one that uh, shot at me or? Uh... Mm-hmm. Okay. This is one of the two that shot at you. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna look uh, mm-hmm. eyeball these two that shot at me. I'm gonna uh, Oprah some promotions their way if I could, and uh, I'm gonna start to uh, cast uh, chromatic orb second level. I'm gonna use uh, inspiration f- because I'm going to twin spell this. Uh, oh, you, awesome! You see me uh, begin to pull back a uh, chromatic orb, and uh, he's gonna go. I'm gonna show you. A promotion of a ice spell, my friends. Promotions for everybody. And uh, as I pull it apart, I'm going to shoot one at the guy that got crowed. And then I'm going to use that inspiration if I can, the one that you gave me for the second one. Um, Okay, so you want to have the first attack happen normally, second attack with advantage. Well, the first one would have advantage because of the health action. And then I'm going to use that inspiration to suck Big brain, two hundred IQ over here. Is yeah, that okay? that's totally. Fe- yeah. Okay, I was. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Then uh, I'm gonna cast this at uh, second level, which I believe. Yeah, it's another D8 damage. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. And boop boop doo doo. Oh, I gotta hit a different. Wow. This so is, that'll be four D8 damage per person if they hit. If it hits. So first one with advantage. What type of? What type of damage are you attacking them? What type of energy? Uh, cold damage. Cool. Okay, so what was the first to hit? I apologize. No, it's okay. Uh, so the first one's a nine with advantage at the crow guy. Nine with advantage? Um, that does not hit. And I'm gonna, like, as I shoot it, I'm gonna try to do the uh, piccolo beam where he, like, kind of moves it after he throws it and he goes, come on, traveler, hook me up. And I'm gonna use the, uh... The ability favored of the gods to see if I can't uh, add a proper 2d4 to get that up to something. It's going to go up to a 13. Does a 13 hit? 13 doesn't hit. Okay, that's okay. As it does, it does seem to hit their form, but it looks like they have some sort of like semi, mostly translucent magical barrier around them, some sort of mage armor around them. So it would have hit him had that not been already up. And you just hear Nox shout, motherfucker, as uh, they throw the <laughs> second one. Uh, that one is going to be a crit. I love it. So it's going to be 8d8 cold damage on this other guy. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Uh, what level are you guys? Jesus. <laughs> <Four>. <laughs> That's nasty. Uh, well, at least that makes up for the first miss, Tyler, in my opinion. In Volt's opinion, too, I think that's acceptable. Uh, when you see him shout, motherfucker, he gets mad, and all of a sudden, the ice spell of the Kranic Orb just, all of a sudden just doubles, triples in size, and he hurls it. It shines across the ground, clearing fog, and it blasts into the sky for 42 cold damage. Does that kill him? Oh, uh, yeah. Making sure. Okay, it kills him. Okay, are you sure? Oh, absolutely. And when it does hit him, he explodes and icicles shoot out, dealing the remainder of the damage to the other guy. Whatever wasn't, whatever overage there was on his hit points went to the other guy. I see that. Not killing him, but being very close to dead. And it's kind of like the situation where I hit a gutter ball, but the second one, uh, you know, cleans the entire thing, opens up, and it's like, okay, I like that. Promotion for you. Happy (laughs) mistakes. And 
I'm right next to Sparkle Spark. How far away is uh, the guy that's attacking Vol right now? Uh, the guy that's fighting him, like right in front of him, or the wizard that was targeting him? Uh, the guy that's uh, fighting him directly, melee. Oh, just I mean, five feet in front of him. Magdor and him are just like standing in front of him. How far am I uh, from them? Oh, 15. you're fifteen feet away. Yeah. Okay. Uh, as my bonus action, I'm uh, I can move the spiritual weapon up to twenty feet and attack. So I'm just gonna, and that spiritual uh, bastard sword is going to swing at the guy that's in front of Vol. With advantage, because it's on the opposite side of uh, your allies. <laughs> Did you crit again? I critted. Oh <laughs> awesome. <my God. laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, 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 I'm confused by that. I was not expect. Okay, look. I'm not used to critting. I'm never... Okay. Uh, anyways, uh... That's gonna do. I don't. I don't crit. He said, and then crits two turns in a row. <laughs> Three times. Total. Yeah, uh, you're killing it today, buddy. Nah, Jesus. Uh, for nine force damage. Nine. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That. Uh, this guy was already worse for wear, and it seems as though he's on death's doorstep. As that, you know, he was. He felt as though he had the upper hand in this fight, and then Vol turned it around. Magdor just fucking mocked him by walking up and doing nothing and asking him if he was done yet you blew up one of his people with ice and then your sword fucked him up in the back and he is nearly dead like on his knees in front of you vol now even lower with you looming over him anything else you'd like to do nox i'm gonna walk the 10 feet i'm permitted to just because the uh the effects of the was it frostbolt i don't remember what it's called yeah, the frostbolt took twenty feet frost. off your speed. So yeah, I'm gonna walk frost. Thank you. Ten feet towards the other mages, and uh, I'm just gonna, you know, say time for a conference, gentlemen, and that'll be it for my turn. You should not give me inspiration right. anymore. Good work. That was freaking awesome. Thank you. Um, that was very cool. Um, okay. <laughs> I agree. Now it's uh, the deck, the uh, the wizards' turns, and one of them is going to uh, look at you. The one that you that got hit by icicles, and is going to walk. He doesn't have to walk forward too much, but he's going to anyway, as he gathers lightning energy and shoots a ray of lightning energy at you. Oh shit! Nox. This is where my confidence fails. What is your armor class? Uh, 14. 14, yeah, that gets you. Um, now, I don't know how much damage it's going to do, because you know spells. They don't add any flat modifiers, usually. But that's 18 damage. May I describe how I drop to the ground? <laughs> yes, please. Sure. Uh, you see this amazing array, much like the glass cannon archetype. Uh, you see him bowling ice balls and obliterating people. He got a good swing in. And he walks forward cockily. Or, uh, yeah, cockily. And then this one mage just kind of walks forward, points at him, blasts him, and goes... Hook! And drops uh, for, uh, backwards into the ground. Okay. And um, as you fall to the ground, like losing consciousness you see him just laugh <laughs> idiots <laughs> uh 
not to add insult energy, but that's these guys' nature. You can tell that. Um, the other one <laughs> is going to target uh, Vol as he seems to create a spectral bow made of green energy and shoots it at you. And that is going to be a 18, 19 to hit. Vol? That that hits, but what is it? Elemental energy. What do you mean by elemental? Uh, I'm asking if I can use absorb elements. Uh, what types of elements can you absorb with elemental? That? Um. Oh, hang on. Um. Uh, I believe it was everything except uh acid or something. Poison on my thing. Poison. So. Would you like you can absorb psychic energy? Sorry, acid, cold, fire, lightning, or thunder. It is acid damage. Okay. So you're going to use that as a reaction? Uh, yes, sir. Elements? Yes, sir. Okay. So you will have the damage taken, gaining resistance to 10 acid damage. Uh. Yeah. Oh, sorry. 10. 13. 13 acid damage. So half down to six? Six. Okay. Okay, so I take six damage. Six acid damage, and you can feel that there's bits of this acid uh, on you still, so at the start of your next turn, you will take more acid damage. That is Melf's acid arrow. Okay. Um, And that's the end of this person's turn, and now we are back to the top with the person in front of you who is on death's door, but doesn't give no fucks, and he's going to try and kill you. Seeing a bit of an opportunity with you covered in acid, making two attacks with his long sword. Never put baby in a corner. <laughs> Except when you roll two things lower than a 14 and he misses twice. <laughs> and now it is your turn, Vol. But um, he is standing. I am going to. Oh, yeah, sorry. At the beginning of your turn, how long do you have that resistance to acid? Uh, let's see. Um, it doesn't... You have resistance oh. until the start of my next turn. Until the start of your next turn. So you're going to resist this as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. It's only five this time. So you only take two. Okay. Um, but now it is your turn. I'm going to swing. You said this man was dead, uh, like close to dead. Oh, he's hurt. He's real hurt. Okay, I'm going to swing with my offhand first. Okay. Does a 21 hit? Does. So that's going to be four plus... uh, How do you kill him? Uh, no, I want to get the full number, please, Glenn. Please, let me get the full number first, Glenn. He needs this. Use my absorb elements. <laughs> um, plus another d6. Um, uh, for a total, uh, doesn't matter. For a total of eight damage, does that kill him, uh, Mr. Dungeon oh, Master? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yes, it does. Um, Is this like Men in Black? You stick the poison thing down his throat, you know? like I was going to say just right through his like forehead. Oh, great. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love it. Even better. Direct, very much yeah. like Volt. Um, Just greenish energy on it, though, like yeah. into his head, and it seeps. The acid seeps out of his eyes as they turn <laughs> green, and he falls to the ground. 
Um, and on the other side of that, you see Nox dying on the ground. I'm going to turn to Magdor. Um, tell him one of them is weak. The other fucker is mine, and I'm going to run at the one that shot me with the bow. Uh, okay, yeah, he's uh, he's about 30 or 40 feet away from you. Because he was like, it was, he was 20, he was 30 feet away from the cart, 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 and you were 15 feet away from the cart, and he moved forward five feet, so he's 40 feet away. Yeah, okay, no, I'm still going to do that. Um, and because he died, I'm going to use- have 40 feet of movement? No, I have 30, but I'll still move towards him. Okay, um, cool. And because he died, uh, I'm going to use my- bonus action to move my hunter's mark onto that last wizard got it okay yeah and well I'm just... you did your offhand attack already which is technically your bonus action ah that's true <laughs> that's true. <laughs> true um if you are willing to give up your full action i'll let you do the same thing. i wasn't going to do anything else i was just going to stand there and that's stare great. at him yeah yeah burn your full action if you burn your full action to do it i'll let yeah. you do it still because that's still a loss a net loss for you right. action economy wise so i'm okay with giving that up for that yeah i'm just gonna okay. put myself in between his line of sight um okay. of everybody else and i just want him focused on me got it i love it very cool um cool this is turning out to be a really good fight um hopefully somebody helps Knox soon um and Magdor, it is your turn. Speaking of someone who can help. Uh, I'm going to go walk the up wizard. to Knox. Oh. <laughs> and I'm going to look down at him. His crispy body. Kind of <laughs> give him a light kick. Like, hey, hey, you faking again? And look down. He coughs a little bit and just like again. smoke comes out. <laughs> Smells uh, like burnt hair. You're not looking too good, are you? I guess I can help this one time. You're not going to yell at me, are you? I think you yelled at me last time for healing you. Um, And I'm going to do... I'm going to put my real hand on his chest and do cure wounds. Cool. Teamwork makes the dream work. Ooh, and I'm going to heal him for eight. Okay. Nice. And it should be noted, too, when you went unconscious, your sword went away, right? Uh, yes. Because it's concentration? It is not concentration, okay, cool. actually. It's not concentration? You're right. But I feel like the spell would end if I uh, I do. Drop. If you're not conscious, you can't even, like, think. Well, but it does say if it's not commanded, it just... No, it doesn't defend itself, either. It's not like a familiar... If I could, I'll give, like, the spark notes. Uh, you create a weapon yeah. uh, that lasts for the duration or until you cast a spell again. So we got Great. that. It doesn't and, say until you fall unconscious, yeah. And, yeah, it doesn't say. So it's bullshit. It's still there. It's bullshit, yeah. but it's still there. It wouldn't the do rule, anything. It, it would have just stood there for the yeah. next, you know, 54 seconds. But Big spectral broadsword just hanging out. I am awaiting your commands. <laughs> Why aren't you talking? Um, <laughs> yeah, you see me like spit out lightning. And for <laughs> fuck. All right, Magdor, that was your full action, though. Yeah, did you want to do anything else? Yeah. 
Um, for bonus actions, can you do cantrip? As long as it has a casting time of a bonus action, or if you're a sorcerer with a quickening spell. That is it. For okay. Me. Did you not want to move closer to either of the wizards or anything? Because you've only moved like 10 feet out of your movement. Oh, here's only yeah. 10 feet? Yeah, because yeah, remember he started wizard. to move towards you guys as well, so. Oh. Uh, for my, I'm gonna walk away. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna walk away. Like Kelly Clarkson. I'm gonna turn, turn back to Vol, or uh, sorry to Knox. Be like, uh, maybe a little more. I'm gonna do healing. Cannot work. do. This says bonus yep, action. But it's two. You can't cast two leveled spells in the same turn. Ah. Uh, so you uh, could do like healing work. word and then cast a cantrip with a casting kind of an action. But you couldn't, yeah. All right, well then, <laughs> because I already said that, I'm going to cast Sanctuary. Which is a yeah. cantrip? Oh, it's the same level. Yeah. No, same yeah. level. Never mind. I'm done. <laughs> you don't, do nope, you want to move at all? So you walked up to him, put your hand on him, and you want to stay there? Do you want to move towards the guys? No. I'm still going to move, and I'm still going to try to cast the spell, but nothing's going to happen. I'm just going to hold my hand up, and then be like, ugh. I'm still new to this. You hold the wrong hand up and, and you try to cast down. a spell <laughs> through your Warhammer. Beauty, why aren't you working? <laughs> Great. All right. Good job, Magdor. Knocks you up. Conscious now, alive and feeling quite better. How much? How many hit points did you recover on that one? Uh, a majestic eight. Uh, nice. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to use half my movement to Vampire Rise. Uh, you see that uh, Charlemagne's hair... Uh, was once slicked back like a greasy car salesman, but it's now static shooting everywhere. Uh, and they are not looking uh, as composed or cocky as they were before. Uh, I'm going to look around. Uh, like an angry drow Albert Einstein? <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you, Glenn. You're the best. I'm going to go give a quick look around. Uh, can you describe what I see in front of me right now? Um, you can see that um, it looks like in the time that you had uh, gone down and been brought back, uh, this guy with the feather in his cap uh, has been taken down by Vol. Uh, Magdor has brought you back and uh, begun to face, and Vol has charged the weaker-looking wizard that is left remaining, and there are two left. One who is very hurt and one who looks like they haven't taken a lick of damage. And one of those wizards shot uh, the acid arrows, correct? The one that uh, the the one that shot the acid arrows is not the that one I that Vol is not charging. Not that I. Yeah, would you know. didn't. Yeah, right. you don't know that. But the one that Vol is charging is the one that had taken you down previously. Okay, that's easy enough. And how far away is that guy from me? Uh, about uh thirty five feet. Okay, and I'm gonna like uh, not as confident of a snap. I'm gonna just go. <laughs> As uh, my sword uh, moves 20 feet towards it, just kind of bouncing off okay. the ground. Well, it's, it's floating, but it's like, it's clanky at this point. It understands the will of its master, but uh, Nox or Charlemagne is not doing so hot right now. And <laughs> I'm going to look like, uh, just like licking my chops a little bit. I I, I am clearly just Tastes like iron. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to go, that was, that was pretty fucking good. Gross of hit that motherfucker for me, and I'm gonna have uh, the crow uh, swipe at that one that uh, Vol is also going after to give myself okay. advantage. 
as I'm going to go for round two as I use the rest of my sorcery points to twin my last uh, second level slot for a uh, chromatic orb. And Beautiful. I'm, so I'm gonna... you have advantage on the hurt one and a regular attack on the second. Yes. And uh, like cool. there is no there's no flair or style to this one. He, like he looks like dog they appear, shit. They <laughs> Uh, oh, I'll give yourself some credit. He's beautiful. Uh, this one's going to be a little staticky. Uh, thunder damage just for old time's sake, because I love messing with that. Uh, this uh, first okay. roll is going to be against a guy with no advantage. And okay. uh, that's damn. Uh, that's going to be a 19 to hit. You're almost crit again. <laughs> uh, well, the uh, if I had advantage on that, I would have critted. Yes. But, oh, oh, man. Uh, so cute. <laughs> you would have said it was the first guy. Okay. No, he definitely like, hits. Okay. Uh, I'll do uh, the second roll uh, with advantage against this guy. Okay. Did you crit? <laughs> and I crit it again. Awesome. I mean, how do you guys... Uh, th- for this first guy, or for the second guy, he's low enough. I don't think... Well, let's have you roll it. I was going to say, I could get... you could not kill him. Was it uh, 48 at level 2? Yes. Uh, roll 48. Yeah. Well, it's 48... At second level, uh, thunder. Eight d eight. Well, it, for the crit. second, for the second guy. This is for the guy that I didn't uh, crit on. Oh, for this guy. Okay, this is for the non-crit. Okay. That's gonna be eighteen uh, thunder damage to him. Jesus. Okay. Yeah, that yeah. hurt a lot. Yeah, this one's gonna probably hopefully hurt a little bit more. <laughs> I would think. <laughs> and the. Oh. Yes. I'm sorry. You can't not kill him, but I want to hear how much damage you deal. Okay, and... Because uh, it's 8d8, right? Yes. Uh, not as majestic, but still above the average. I got 34 thunder damage against him. Uh, how do you kill that guy? As he had 8 points. So even if you rolled a 1 on every die, you would have killed him. Fuck, okay. Uh, I just kind of bark. Oh! I didn't miss! <laughs> as I shoot and I hit both of them. And... Uh, yeah, uh, what does uh, look like when uh, the spell hit these guys? Uh, oh, you, you're going to let me narrate that? I was, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm ahead. totally down for it. No, okay, great. I've, yeah. I've tuned my own so, horn. You just do your thing, buddy. <laughs> so the 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 two dwarves appear and you kind of like just weakly snap to have them do it. But the result is astonishing as one takes a significant chunk of damage and gets knocked on his ass. And the other one as the air vibrates around this thing in kind of like a focused beam of vibrating air, he like literally shakes to a point where he starts bleeding out of every pore in his body and just falls to the ground dead as it seems as though he has literally been shaken to death. Y'all need traveler in your life. Jeez. (laughs) Well, they got it now. (laughs) Anything else for you? Uh, I'm going to use my action to drop prone because uh, uh, I, I just had the shit kicked out of me. I got back from near death. I went I went from one to ten again. And then it's like, oh, fuck. I, yeah. I, I all mighted a little too much there. Uh, yeah, that's going to be it for my turn. Great. Good job. That was awesome. Um, <laughs> it's the last wizard's turn. And he is a not going away without a fight. This is the As one that I'm charging, correct? As he runs forward. 
No, he killed the the one that you were charging because oh. you were charging the hurt one, and he was vibrated to death. Now the other one looks at you as like looks to his right as you were Wait, charging no, that I was, way past. I him. was charging the one that shot me with the arrow. Oh, you were okay. Yes. So that you're charging at the one that was hurt less, but still hurt. Okay. He runs towards you, seemingly reciprocating this, but seeming a little weird as some sort of. Uh, it's a weird gesture because you're obviously larger and much more martially adept than he is. But then he poof, disappears in like a weird billow of smoke. And then you hear that poof behind you, specifically behind you, Nox. Oh, me? As you hear on either side of your head what sounds like crackling energy. And you can see behind you now as you both both Magdor and uh, Vol turn around, you see he's got uh, your now seated friend who is like just superbly exhausted from expending all of this arcane energy has his hands on either side of his head apparently ready to cast a spell and he says, move and he dies. And that's going to be his turn. Um, now it's back to the top. Vol. How far how far away am I from him? Twenty five feet. Throw me. <laughs> not next to me. <laughs> Magdor, you're not next to me. I can't throw you. Um Who said bum, that? Bum, bum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> throw me. How weak is he? He looks pretty hurt. I mean, that Thunder Blast was nothing to, you know, you don't stick a stick at that shit. It would just blow up the stick. <laughs> it's a weird analogy. Can I make eye contact with, uh, with oh, Vol? Oh, yeah. You can see both Vol and Magdor in front of you. I make a, a look over at Vol, and I kind of give like a, like a woozy nod, and... I'm going to mouth the words, and he knows because of his observant feet. I'm going to mouth the words, do it, loser. I'm going to charge him. As soon as you move. And I'm going to look up and use uh, Unsettling Visage against this guy to give him disadvantage. I'm going to okay. look, look up. At this. I was rolling with advantage, so I will re-roll. Okay, uh, I'm assuming he's using like inflict With pains or something like that, like a melee spell no. attack. Mm -mm. Oh, I'm prone. You'd roll with disadvantage. Anyways. I know. Oh, no. Oh, okay. Well, prone with somebody like right next to you doesn't, in my mind, work the same. Since you're sitting down, like aesthetically, he just went, "Haha!" You know, like prone is harder to hit when you're far away because so they're less right of a target. So he's right next to me doing a ranged spell attack. Effectively, but it's witch bolt. It's a short range spell. Okay, I'll work with you. I'll stare at him, and he sees my face gloop away, and I say, he ain't got the balls. Uh, Glenn just uh, froze in place. Uh, how do I die? Rolled the two? Or a 20? A 20. Okay. That's with disadvantage? Um, well, he had advantage. Your disadvantage because of settling visage made him roll with just one dice. Okay. So it negated his advantage. Um, and now I'm rolling 4d12. 
Yeah, this could kill me. How many hit points do you have normally? Uh, 26. So if you do over 34 damage, I believe that'll <gasps> kill me. I dealt 25 damage. Okay. Okay, not enough to insta-kill you, but holy so shit. So that does, that uh, what, no, 17. So I'm yeah, but it's only one. 17. Yeah, it's only one attack. Um, so, but still, yeah. So it doesn't knock you. You just mid death saves again. Just electrocutes you. And now that is on your turn, Vol. So you see him just electrocute your friend once again as he just smokes even more. His skin crackling and bleeding as burns pop up on his skin. It is now you're able to continue your turn because that was his held action. Um, I'm going to swing twice after I okay. move in his range. Um, hang on. Uh, does a nine hit? A nine does not hit. Fuck. Does a 14 hit? 14 does not hit. Ah, damn it. <laughs> okay, I'm right in his face. You are. And that was action bonus action movement. Cool. Uh, Magdor. Or, yeah, Magdor. Mm-hmm. This is a crazy fight. I'm really yeah, is. happy it's with like this zero is to nuts. Ten. Back you guys are going to ten. Back to negative seventeen. <laughs> Bring him back. <laughs> Give me a second. I was I was expecting Vol to kill him. So I was, I was too. Him. I had no idea. I was like, I was too. Owned that other guy. He was like, yeah. ha I got you once, and you're like, ha You're basically dead. You'll never admit it, but the emotions have gotten to Vol. Okay. Okay. Because he's seen now, yeah, you've seen Nox go down twice in the same fight. Alright, so he, he's already used his action, so I can move without repercussion, yep. correct? He's already burned his reaction, yeah. His reaction is gone because he used that to hold his action. Alright, so I'm just going to walk up to him. And I've still got <clears throat> Beautiful and my other Warhammer in my hands. Mm -hmm. And... I'm going to try to gong him. Take both of them and smack him. Oh, them on, on either side of his head? Jesus. Together. Great. Yeah. We like, I'll show you. Look at him and be like, I'll show you a, a, a head spell. You know, Magdor's not cl clever like that, but. I'll show you. So I'll show you how to. Head. I'll show you how to attack someone's head. Okay. And so. 224. Yeah, they both hit. For 21 damage. Uh, yeah, do you, is this lethal or non-lethal? Oh, wait, sorry. Those are 25s each. Each? Because I forgot I get the Oh, okay. One. I was about to say 25 like, damage yeah. each. No, no. What the fuck? You guys are level four. No. What yeah, the hell? There's no way we should be able to do that much damage. <laughs> no, no, no. There were 25s to hit. So, but it was 21. Tyler, you hit a 42. I know. That's, that's the joke. <laughs> but it was 21 total damage, yes? Is it lethal yeah. or non-lethal? Um, I I'm mad. This could great. Really yeah, go. you Gallagher his head like a weird ass watermelon. So squish, splat, and we are out of combat. He does have a bonus action to make for that uh, any bonus healing spells if he wants to use them. But you know that's up to him. I'm dead. I, <sighs> I mean, we're out of combat, so you can just say you're doing it if you want. As a free action, can I do a yeah, death so fart? He farts. Okay, thank you, Rigor Mortis. <laughs> Can, can he last 10 minutes? Oh. 
Yeah, 18 seconds at worst. 18 seconds. All right. So if he I'm fails three saves to... once every six seconds, he's dead. Now you I can just make a medicine check action. to sustain him, or you can use a spell to immediately have him be conscious. So I'll, I'll do medicine to sustain okay. him first here. If you fail, it's counted as a failed um, death save. I got 15. Great, yeah. You do sustain him. It's simple enough for somebody who understands how to make sure someone's not dying, which you know how to do. And you're able to get him to a place where he's set up correctly. He's not going to, like, you know, choke on his own saliva or anything. You get some water to him. You start to bandage up all of his burns. Um, but it looks like some of these burns may stick around for a little while. Can I do... So he's he's mm -hmm. stable? He is no longer dying. Zero at, hit points, I believe. I'm going to look at Vol. Mm -hmm. You will come back look at and be like, within the next four hours. I know how many hours you'll come back in. Cool. Uh, with Me one too. Point. Is it pointful to heal him then? I mean, he'll come back in, in less than four hours with one hit point. If you no want him to what. wake up if immediately, you, you would have to actually heal me, yeah. <clears throat> Alright, so I'm going to look at Vol and be like, Hey, we, we got a couple minutes, you want to look over the horse, I'm going to see what I can do with this one. Yeah, let me, uh, and then I'm going to carry up Nox and then place Nox in the cart. And I'm going to hop up on the cart and start... Uh, Channeling An unconscious okay, cool. tear runs down his fa uh, their face as Vol picks him up. Um, awesome. And then while Magdor's doing that, I'm gonna recheck the area. I still have the goggles of night on. I'm gonna mm -hmm. collect all the bodies together, lay them out in a line uh, in like the, the the wood in the forest area, and then I'm gonna search them all. Great. Uh, yeah, roll... Uh, 3d8, a d10, and a d12. Also, uh, all three of us heal for 12 damage. Oh, thank you. Nice. In 10 minutes, right? For prayer feeling? Yeah, in 10 minutes. Okay, so yeah. a 3d8. Uh, a d10, did you say? Mm-hmm. And a d12. Forgive me, I missed. What's going on here? Is he stabbing the bodies? He's, uh, he's looking over the bodies, yeah. Okay, so um, for the 3d8, I rolled a 13. Okay. For the d10, I rolled a 7. Okay. And for the d12, I rolled an 11. So you get 31 silver pieces off of all the bodies, along with another f 6 gold. 31 silver and 6 gold? No mm -hmm. items of any... I mean, they have, they have various different... They have weapons and stuff that we can sell, I guess. Yeah. Uh, one of them does have the a hook. spyglass as well. Like he has a spyglass and they each have like one of them has like a, a decent looking, you know, seafaring long sword, some chain mail that they're wearing. Um, one of them has a hook and a light hammer like we had talked about um, as well as let me see if there's anything else. Um, yeah, there's a couple component pouches from the spellcasters. But other than that. Nothing yeah, crazy. I'm. I'm just gonna grab Toss those them over little knickknacks, uh, and then take them you back know with the spy me. Spyglass is actually worth a decent amount if you wanted to snag that. Yeah, so spyglass. I'll take the sword. I'll take the hat, fucking hat okay. with the feather guy. I'm gonna. I'm gonna yell over to him. Oi, Volt! Give me that hook. All right, 
And then I'm going to grab the hook. Um, and this is technically this sword. It looks like a long sword at first, but you pick it up and it feels a little more deft. It's actually a saber or a cutlass, some would call it. Um, it deals a D8 slashing and it is light and finesse. So okay. it's the exact same as a rapier, but instead of piercing, it deals slashing. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to grab the component pouches and yeah. Okay. There's three component pouches, spyglass, cutlass, and a dope-ass pirate hat. And then ten minutes goes by so then, as uh, you channel this yeah. prayer of healing. And how many... You all gained 12 hit points, right? Yes. Amazing. Yep. It's six creatures in my sight. You're able to get it to the point, especially for your very burnt electrified friend um you're able to get most of the burns to back to their the skin back to its normal form but there are certain bits around the cheek um and a couple bits on his arm where the crackling energy looks like it may have caused some semi-permanent damage to his skin eh. I, I look down i'm like eh you could change that can't you I guess, uh, at this point, Nox, at this point, uh, back in their, I'm gonna say I probably changed them force after being brought down to death twice, or death's knees twice, uh, kind of like, uh, like, is looking around, like they, uh, they're just woken up from their medically induced coma at this point, hmm. and it's like, huh? Why? Your, your arm, you got some weird marks on it. Uh, uh I look and, you know, I, I see my goopish grayish uh, skin and I see the marks. Uh, I just kind of, uh, okay. And, uh, yes. By the way, did you see what I did to that goss head? <laughs> Exploded like a grape. And, and we win. And we win. Yes. Uh, uh, say, I, I wouldn't have known oh. at that point. <laughs> unless... At this point, uh, Volt's walking back up. I would like to say we won. Um, but in reality, you won, Nox. You took out three on your own. That's more than me and Magro combined. Uh, I, was, I was counting... Fuck, I need a smoke. Uh, I'm going to try to uh, <laughs> do the disguise self. Uh, what happens, uh, Glenn, when I try to change uh, the uh, color of my skin? Um, you're able to mostly mask it. Okay. Um, it looks like an old scar when you try to fix it. Um, but the skin is still somewhat lighter as it would be depending on the skin tone that you choose. Okay. Then we'll just kind of go. Well, can I uh have a Big Mac? Well, I don't think we're too far out. Uh, you definitely deserve a rest. I'm gonna plop down all the things. I'm like we should probably keep going. Um, we we got food at home. <laughs> McDonald's. McDonald's. Pops open the pops open the trunk under the seat and like. Alright, just help yourself to whatever you have, whatever we have for now. And we'll get ourselves sorted out in Luskin. And I'm gonna head back to the driver's seat. 
I'll meekly. I'm gonna kind of. I was gonna say I'm gonna kind of mutter, like he only got the first kill because I weakened him. Just kind of mutter that to myself. <laughs> I uh, I go over to kill. Like, <laughs> the rations and like I pull out the space food equivalent of a Big Mac. This is dried, like it's the dried bread, and then maybe I'll take some of the dried mutton I'll put together. Like, uh, Nox is hungry as shit, uh, after, like, using all his energy. He is bone dry right now on almost everything, uh, his magic, his spell slots, his, even almost his life at a certain point. Uh, and they're hungry as shit. I'm all snarfing down on this dried equivalent of a Big Mac in the back of the cart. All bones over here. (laughs) Well, Magdor works on, are you, yeah, no, I'm sorry. Uh, so I was gonna say, wait, wait, where's my scroll? And I'm gonna look around. Yeah, you can find it. It's just it was sitting where I'm you left it. Finding it. Uh, don't don't you think we should stop and rest, Voller? We gonna keep going. How far are we from Luskin? I'm starting to feel. Well, I can find you know that Vol. you could get here if you, you you. For the most part, you believe that you were only you you within a few hours. Should have been Luskin. Maybe we should just go the rest of the way and get there. I think so. Two of you should rest up. I didn't. I didn't take too much from that. Um, we'll make it. Was there uh, any cool magic shit? Yeah, besides, you know, like I do, like a, a two thumbs uh, over at myself. Uh, there were just some pouches over there, and Vol would have pocketed the spyglass for himself. By the way. Um, and but on everything else, I would have put back that there was a hat, a uh, cool weapon, and some pouches off the wizards. They're there. They seem like they had the the drop on you, like they had some way of the scene further than you. Uh, did you find anything like that, like a telescope uh, or something? No, uh, I I don't <laughs> understand how. Uh, no, I, I believe how you. that one guy it, snuck up on me. That that that, that was crazy. Oh. Well, uh, Vol, uh, I mean, and, like, uh, they're gonna try to, like, full on turn into, uh, their, uh, halfling form, or not halfling, hey, guys, no, uh, we're gonna say that for a different (laughs) nightmare, uh, half-elf form, and, uh, go, oh, this is, oh, it's, like, trying to walk after you eat too much kind of sensation, like, it's, it's difficult, like, I can do this. All right. Cool. <laughs> They're just going to keep thumbsing up. All right, rest up. And before we set off, Is I'm going to go back off Skulk into the woods and then retrieve my bow and then come back to the cart and then Got off it. we go. And as I fall asleep, I'm going to be like, huh. Is it is it still a little foggy? Yeah, it's mostly or dissipated at this point, though. Are we passing uh, by any of the... Crazy weather out Any here. Any of the uh, corpses? Uh, what about it? What's that? Are we passing any of the corpses as we continue on? I, uh, I believe he forest. pulled them off into the yeah. forest. Yeah, he pulled them off so you wouldn't see them. They'd be under the foliage. Okay. I'm just going to take uh, two copper out and just like throw it over the wagon and go, Severance packages, you fucks. <laughs> awesome. 
Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Sorry. That was really good. If you want uh, insurance check, I'm forget about it. I mean, there were two that got their heads blown off, so two copper pieces, so two severance packages. Uh, you get it? Uh, you guys get it? Severance, you get it? Yeah. Nice. Good. Nice. If I ever get inspiration, that's going cheap for that joke. That's beautiful. <laughs> so you uh, continue forward then, yes, full? Yes. Awesome. So you you Second make your fight. way into the in through this this thicket of the of wood, and it's probably only thirty or forty feet to make your way through it, and then it kind of snakes its way back to the left and north, um, and you 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 continue for about an hour and a half, and then as you crest a hill, you can see in the distance along the coast the lights of a town, um, and actually having this spyglass on your person, you realize that having had it on your person for over an hour, you realize that it is magical. Go on. It's... (laughs) I was about to ask if I could uh, start casting Detect Magic. uh, Not for the the Spyglass. Some completely different. So when you say that, it's like, nope, I'm not going to do that. There we go. Uh, Spyglass of Eagle Sight. Well, no, if you were going to do it for another reason, that's sort of fine. You'll just notice this as well. I was just going to... Spyglass of Eagle Sight. Do it for, oh, okay. uh, after 10 minutes, but go ahead. Just to check so, for booby traps. While you use it, you have advantage on uh, perception checks that rely on sight. Also, in conditions of clear visibility, you can make out details of extremely, even extremely distant creatures and objects as small as two feet across. Okay. So, What's it's the, just uh, really, really useful. Um, it just says in clear visibility, you can extremely distant. So, because I think normal visibility over flat terrain is like two, two and a half miles. Okay. So you can see them from a long ways away. Okay. Um, But it's not required attunement, so anybody could use this. Okay. Um, And you did say you wanted to cast Detect Magic for a completely different reason. Uh, What was that? uh, Was there the reason there? I, well... I was a paranoid that there was going to be more wizards in the area. I was going to see if they're, uh, as we like get ready to head off, I was going to see if I can't get any senses of, uh, either magic from the corpses as we prepare to take off or any, uh, booby traps because we got hit with now, some kind of fog. Yeah. Are you burning, um, a first level spell for that? The, the, this is ritual. So it's going to take some time. Yeah, so it takes time. So you wouldn't actually be able to get it before you guys leave, uh, as he does take off not long after that conversation ends. But if you wanted to keep it active once you guys continue, just to make sure there's no like magical sensors or anything like that, did you want to do that? Yeah, just to see if uh, like maybe we can follow the trail of like uh, a wizard that ran away as we're heading off or something like that. Yeah. Uh, what? Ten minutes in, as yep. soon as it pops, you kind of notice all the things you expect to notice, uh, except for. Something coming from within Vol's cloak, um, okay. which seems to have some sort of enchantment school magic on it. Okay. And I go, uh, I just look around like I, I see that, but I just kind of look around. Do I see any kind of traces outside the cart uh, within? Uh, feet? No, no. Yeah, nothing, nothing odd. Um, your knowledge of the arcane, which is inherent as a sorcerer, you realize that was probably like a fog cloud spell that one of them activated, um, or that was triggered by something, but um, oh, okay. nothing crazy. Yeah, it's a pretty simple or low level first level spell that, you know, 
a lot of wizards now, so. I'm still hazy. I just kick back after uh, doing a quick scope around. Okay. All right. And after another half hour or so, um, you guys relaxing in the back, you're able to get up to the city gates. Um, and you can see that this town, as you've entered down, has several pretty distinct areas. Um, as one is a dock that looks... Um, actually, it's dark, so you can't really see too much. Um, but as you enter the city through the gate, uh, the southern gate of the city, um, you hear some yelling and it sounds like uh, in certain and some some area of the town off to the um, off to your west, which would be your right. Um, you hear what sounds like some sort of fight or combat is going on um, and people are walking towards that from all directions in the town. Um, yeah. So Mich- like we're Michonne stopped for a McDonald's. So like we we've gone through the gates. Then we're like yeah. riding through town. You're in, yeah. Um, do well, we- I mean, just just right, just right in. Like you're not. I won't okay. assume that you've gone too far in, because uh, I do also want to find a photo of that for you. Um, this is Luskin. There it is. There you go. Boom! A picture of Luskin, just for you guys. Um, so yeah, is, we'll describe this. So you're coming in at the south gate understood. into the larger kind of. What's up? No, I said okay. Understood. Okay. Okay. And there are some ruins off to the right um, that look like they're just old bits of town. You know that uh, from your own basic knowledge of the Sword Coast in the northern area is that Luskin was built on an old ruin. Um, but you enter and there's kind of like. A residential slash market sort of district where you know a little a, a lot of the stuff is mixed here as far as what's there um you can see the river mirar kind of running through the middle um this is all things you have seen from higher as you came down in um um opposite some fortress looking areas Ooh. and kind of like what looks like a warehouse district on the northern side of uh, the northern shore of oh this gosh town. but Those all of it is where walled the werewolves in. live <laughs> the warehouse <laughs> yes don't get Sorry, splinters they'll turn you <laughs> so as we're as we're as we just enter the gate do I see anybody that looks like a guard or uh, there are some guards but most of them are dis- uh, distracted talking some of them are changing uh, money between their hands as oft- actually not to your north it would have been to your south a little bit uh, you hear um the sh- sounds of shouting and combat. Um, well, I'm I'm gonna call out to the closest guard. Uh, excuse me. Yeah. Well, uh, me and my friends were just uh, traveling through. Where can we uh, house our horse and cart? Probably uh, an inn. Uh, could you point me to the closest inn? Uh, just one moment. And he's talking to his friend quietly. Um, and he says, uh, and he whispers to him a little bit, uh, looks over you kind what of oddly. What is he saying oddly. to Vol? Can I, oh, but he can read lips. Uh, yeah, can I? Yeah, uh, but he's talking, he's looking to the side and he's covering his mouth. Oh, quietly okay. Talking to okay, him. I tried helping you. Um, you did. <laughs> and he says, ah, seven sails in. Uh, just a little uh, bit north, unless you're a betting man. 
Not tonight, no, we're ve uh, weary from the travel, but I do like to bet. I'll come yeah. back later. <laughs> it's fine. I heard that. I I'm not weary, I'm not weary. I want to see you bet for you. You said you're a good better. You said you could beat anybody. Your friend seems to think you should be over at the captain's court. This man. Oh, the prison. Sorry, at the prisoner's carnival. This Goliath is the undefeated champion of all the sword Quite coast. Nuts. Oh, not to fight. To bet. Unless you're interested in fighting. Yes. <laughs> Let. How about how about this? Uh, why don't why don't we just turn in our horse and cart and then we'll come back to you? He's Do probably lying. The fights will be over soon. And they kind of like lean back and just kind of uh, stand and talk amongst themselves. There's two of them, and he just kind of ignores you at that point. And then I'm gonna continue north. Yeah, several streets over, uh, several streets to the north, you find a place uh, called the Seven Sails Inn. Um, it um, is constructed of huge timbers that resemble the shark's fin on the top of it. Um, and each window has boxes containing flowers. Um, but these flowers look a little wilted now that it is getting colder outside. And then, uh, yeah. There's a there's a couple stairwells on the outside leading to second levels, but you can go in easily in the front. And there's places to tie off the horse. What are the uh, atmospheric conditions like here, uh, weather-wise? Weather-wise, it is um, it's it's something you've kind of been working into. Granted, you're from Neverwinter, so it's not like you're not used to being in in a in a port town. Um, but it is a little more humid here. Uh. Uh, the air is definitely full of moisture, despite the fact that it is still windy. So it almost feels heavier here. Equivalently to, you know, from going from LA to fucking like Portland or something, you know, like it's still the coast. You still are near the ocean, but it now feels a little denser, a little moister. Okay. Um, all right. Well, uh, we're here. Wakey, wakey, wakey. Uh, <laughs> wake, what are you doing? I don't know. I'm going to go in, uh, tend to the horse, tie off the cart, get our supplies, and then I'll get us a room. Or rooms, depending on what they have. And then it's just going to walk straight in. And it should be noted, this is on the south bank, on south a street bank. called Setting Sun Street. Um... East of a thing called the Needle, a local watchtower. Just so you, we have. You got that lore reference. master because uh, you want the inspiration, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, as you step I'm inside, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I was just gonna say I'm gonna look over to Knox and say, "You got the horse, right?" I'm gonna walk into the bar too. I'm still, like I'm still like slumped over, groaning like I'm hungover at this point, and just. Oh, I think you could. Oh, and like I like I kind of like slurp over the edge of the wagon, maybe uh, drop to the ground, uh, and then I try to like pull myself up and fluff myself out. Aloha, Mora. And I'm gonna turn like a uh, part of my tunic to where it says "Straight Out of Luskin," and. Uh, I'm gonna, yeah, I guess I'll try I, I will let you know there are people in the streets, so if you magically change the type of clothes you're wearing, it might draw some attention. 
I'll think how badly once I get into my room how I'm going to change it to straight out of Luskin and uh, okay. I'll wistfully think about that as I take the horse uh, over to the I mean if they're not drawn to the tension of me just dropping straight out of the wagon I don't know what will but you know what that's fair uh, I'm going to tie up the horse to whatever it looks like a good spot for her. yeah yeah I there's an easy tie off up there mm-hmm. oh an extra wide part just because you have a cart and everything, you can't like leave the ass end out, so you parallel park it. <laughs> and then all three of you head inside? Uh, I would look and like, uh, should we have... Like, I'm gonna like look at all the stuff that could easily be stolen <laughs> and like... <sighs> and, uh... Nox remembers it's... that Vol did say collect all our stuff and head inside. I'm gonna give like the deep sigh, knowing that I'm gonna do all the uh, the the work here, and I'm gonna start grabbing everything I can to put what I can in the like valuable stuff first into the pouch of holding, and then uh, I'm gonna go thank you, Vol, and yeah, I'm gonna grab whatever I can to bring it in, kind of like uh, what do they call those people? The the bellboy, essentially. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna bellboy my way in. Can I retcon something real mm-hmm. quick? I just want to say that I've got the jug of alchemy on my back and the scroll is still on me. Like, it never leaves my person. Sure. Yeah, I kind of assumed that. You, you, you said you picked it up, so I assumed you still had it. So, you're good. And then I just grab the jug of alchemy and walk in, walk past Vol into the Great. bar. Yeah, the, the inside of this aside. place, as you open the door, one of these actual bellboys, aesthetically, kind of comes out of the door as they are well dressed and they're they're holding a missive as if they're delivering a message. And they, uh, oh, excuse me, sir. And they open the door and hold it for you and let you in. And when you enter, there's it's fine furnishings with this quiet, luxurious atmosphere, oh, and God, you can see steam coming out of like one of the doors off to the right as and you can smell the perfume of a bathhouse um and you can tell that this place is very very nice uh all right as soon as i walk in then i'm gonna do they have a bar nope not down here okay well as soon as i walk in I'm gonna, where's the bar i need hail just yell it out as loud as Excuse i can me, sir. uh somebody from behind the desk says i can help you You've got ale? No, please come over here, sir. If you don't got ale, I'm not coming. <laughs> I don't Fine. want to yell I'm across the room over. anymore. Please come over here and I can tell you where the bar is. I'm going to walk, gonna walk as well. Disdainfully. Very well. We can speak like normal humans. Uh, normal beings. I'm, I'm not... I was going to say... Sorry, I'm an elf. I just sometimes slip into that. Most Mostly humans up here in Leskin. Now, my friend, the door to your left, right there. And he gestures towards the door. He says, if you go through there, there's a nice restaurant. It will uh, fulfill your need for ale, as you said, or whatever type of alcohol you might purvey. And I'm just going to walk off. And he looks confused and then looks to you, Vol, and he says, sir, can I help you? Sorry about my friend. Um, we We need either a room or beds for three. Um, and he pulls out like a little ledger and he, and he checks through it and he says, yes, we have three rooms right now available for, for three to four persons. Um, each room? Uh, each one of those rooms holds enough space between, you know, sorry, 
<coughs> couches or what is this customer uh, service? Ugh. There's a there's a single uh, long couch as well as several beds, sometimes two couches depending on the room you choose. You need three, so I have one that has enough sleeping space for three. That'll work. Um, how much would it be for five nights? That will be ten gold pieces. Much for three nights? Six. It is two gold per night. It does include uh, meals and amenities. There's a bathhouse, um, as well as free use of the bar and um, eatery once you um, are a staying guest. Can I uh, barge in real quick? I mean, you went to the bar, right? Use U-turn. Yeah, I'm going to come back. Going to come back from the bar. We'll say during the conversation, I've walked up to the bar. Okay. And I'm going to walk back. These prices are outrageous. I'm not trying to. And he'll just say, I'm sorry, sir. If you stay here, uh, everything is free. Dude, there is a limit. Obviously, several drinks per meal. But um, a certain amount is comped when you are a a staying guest. Oh, we're staying here, right? They got free beer. Yeah, yeah. I will take care of it. Um, So I can't remember. How much Luskin gold did we receive? Uh, ten apiece, I believe. Ten apiece? Okay. Yes, that's um, what I have it set for in the character sheet. Don't worry, um, that's a Glenn. Thanks, buddy. So, uh, I'm like, uh, alright, we'll just do the five nights. Um, here's the ten gold, and I'm gonna pull out the Luskin gold. And he pulls them off, counts it. Does that, uh, I'm sorry, does that include, stuff. like, uh, feed and water for the, for our horse? Oh, you have an animal to be taken in. Yes, yes. Uh, the uh, the larger rooms come with the um, the stowing and care for animals. Okay, thank you. <clears throat> yes, uh, just simply uh, let me know which is yours. Um, the animal will be taken. Does it have a cart or wagon or anything? There is a wagon, yes, and it's the most beautiful mare out there on the street. Her name is Sparkle Sparks, and please take care of her. We will, with the utmost care, sir. Um, and he and he go and he rings a little bell, and from a door behind him, another one of those similarly dressed younger gentlemen um, come out, and uh, he says, uh, "Right here." And he hands him a silver piece. He like tipped him a part of what you paid, and uh, says, "Good work, my friend, for being here quickly. Please take care of what color is Sparkle Sparks? Brown. Brown horse out front. Is it the only one with a wagon currently?" Yes. I think at this point, Knox would come in just going, Jesus, this is heavy. <laughs> and he goes out uh, passing. Oh, he will just say he opens the door for you, Knox, as you come in. And you come in saying, Jesus, he's like, sorry, sir, can I can I help you with that? Sir. Sir. And he helps, takes most of it. And uh, he says, what room, sir? And the guy says, uh, room 14. And he hands you the key, Vol. He says, room 14. And the, the young man heads up there. And he rings the bell, calls another bellhop out. And they go and take care of Sparkle Sparks. Thank you. Um, and then I'm going to follow the one carrying all the stuff upstairs. And as I'm passing Magdor and Knox, I'm like, well, room's ready. Uh, I'd say. Oh, so real quickly. Yes. And he, uh, he brings out uh, a box and pulls three rings out of them and says, one for each of you. 
for your time stay here. It's it go, it's along with the key. Return it upon checkout, and this will merit you the of, of the amenities that come with staying uh, here. I see. Which at each meal you can have up to two drinks, uh, a meal, square three square meals, as well as one bath per day. Understood. Thank you. And I'll take the. Do I take? Is he giving me the box or is he giving me the rings? Uh, he pulls the rings out and then pushes okay. them towards you. I'll take all the rings. Um, all right, Magdor, Knox. I'd say we should rest, and I'm going to rest. But you, Magdor, you're probably going to go off and drink. Knox, you need the rest. And then I'm just going to go up the stairs. Uh, like, I, I meekly nod. Like, I'm gonna, not even going to try to argue with that logic. And I'm just like, kind of look like a sim that's low in sleep energy, just arms forward, just a little hunch. <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna go to the bar, get a meal and some drinks, and then eventually head to bed. Great, with yeah, us. the room is lovely, so it's uh, nice. You come in there; it's larger than any room you've stayed at in a long time, especially having to normally deal with uh, the beach leviathan, which does not have the largest rooms. Um, and it's like, like you know, like whatever the where they have the the bedposts that go all the way up and they have like the cloth that comes off the side and stuff like that. Um, this place is very nice. Uh, it has a nice warm fireplace in there that keeps keeps the chill of outside out. You can you uh, can close off the shutters if you want. Um, Which do you I close do or leave the shutters open? I immediately close, close it as I drop the or pop the bra and I just kind of like <laughs> you see Knox like pull like two strings and his entire outfit drops to the ground as he's fully nude he's like ah and uh they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna take the dagger and uh just kind of stick it in like some kind of crevice he can find to uh, give it like full view of the room awesome and for you two is there anything else uh volan magda or anything else you'd like to do before you crash just get on that cozy ass bed and lay down or anything else um, there's the one big bed and like a couple of couches. Mm-hmm. Um, without saying anything, Vol's just gonna set his stuff down and then take one of the couches. Okay. I'll take the couch with him. Curl up on top I'm gonna, of the cat. No, I'm, I'm gonna just pick up Nox and then toss him <laughs> on the bed. Meow. Uh, no. Meow. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to uh, walk up. With, with, can I bring drinks into the? Uh, they ask that you leave drinks in the bar, just because they don't. All right, so I come up with a drink. <laughs> um, nope, they ask you to leave it. Uh, fine, I got this anyway. With my jug of alchemy, <laughs> I'm gonna walk away, start drinking away from okay. that, and uh, go up to my room and see them. I'm, I'm assuming they're asleep. They, passed yeah, out this probably would have happened. I'd yeah, probably, they'd probably be asleep by the time you came up. I would have asked uh, Vol why he's taking the couch when he's uh, way too big for something like that when he needs a bed. I don't. I don't need as much rest as you're going to need. Why you trance now? I wasn't the one that dropped twice in a fight. You need the rest. And I just like a, <laughs> they immediately pass out. Like they're not gonna even try to argue. Uh, they sleep, spread eagle, fully nude, face up on the bed. All right, so I'm gonna walk in. And oh god, just this see. is his first time. 
that. And we uh, just kind of jump back. Uh, oh, I think I've been drinking too much again. <laughs> and just kind of cover him up with the cover. Um, not I instinctively kick it away. And just dropping it. And uh, I'm going to go to the fireplace. Lay down. I'm assuming it's like brick or mm-hmm. some kind of protective. Because you said it was a wood. Uh, Yeah, building. it's like a limestone fireplace. Or slate. Okay. Something in there. So I'm going to go onto the stone and I have beautiful in my hand I'm just going to cuddle up with it next to the fire so as you all relax and go to sleep the sounds of an odd town despite the closed window still kind of echo in you can hear the sounds of fighting shouting um, screaming every once in a while but for the most part it's buffered out because of the nice place that you've chosen to stay and um We'll pick it up next time with you guys waking up in the morning, attempting to search for Sibsian finally arriving in Leskin. Charlemagne, your ass is grass, and I'm the lawnmower. I'm going to cut you down. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Two Times Tyler. You can find me on Twitter at LRD11th. I'm at Glenn Houston. Two ends. Looks like Huston. So. I am at Zigzagoon. Could you spell right, that Tyler. one for me? <laughs> yeah, you, me? because I'm going to search for the Pokemon. D-I-G-G-S-A-G-O-O-N. Okay, and then it's uh, Glenn Houston with two N's, so G-L-E-N-S-U-T-H-O-N-N. <laughs> Ignore two that N's. joke. Uh, N-N-N-N-N-N-N. I'm, a, <laughs> I'm 100% a fuckface about that. Just follow them, guys. They're great. Uh, We are a part of Casual Master Quest, a podcast network dedicated to giving you the video game nose. I said that last time. Video game news and tropes you deserve. You can also have the nose. You can find the show everywhere you can Google and on Twitter at MasterQuestPod. That was Nick. That was Brandon. That was Glenn. And this is Tyler. We'll see you next week with more naked changeling action and another session of Casual Quest Masters. And don't forget to never stop the quest. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for today's episode of Casual Quest Masters. Thank you so much to you, our listeners, for being here, and to Sirenscape for allowing us to utilize their amazing programs for sounds and music. Check them out at sirenscape.com. We hope to see you here next time for the next episode of Casual Quest Masters. Mm-hmm.